Hey everybody, it's me, Mama D, and it's another Sunday evening with a conversation with friends. Now this evening, my friend is Maria Afentakis. She is from the UK, and she, okay, let, let, let me see if I can get the bio to read, okay? Let's see, that will come up when I want it to. All right. Maria is a gifted third-generational spiritual psychic, clairvoyant, intuitive reader, Einstein channel, incarnate angel, angelic Reiki practitioner, animal Reiki practitioner, crystal healer, public speaker, teacher, and author. From a young age, Maria has been highly sensitive to the energetic fields of people and places and has been blessed with a spiritual gift to bridge the gap between science and spirituality, to educate others in gaining a scientific background to help them understand spirituality and how to bring them peace and balance in everyday lives. Maria is a scientist in cancer research with degrees in biochemistry, neuroscience from the Institute of Psychiatry, King's College, London. She worked, she has worked in prestigious scientific institutes throughout her scientific career, including London, including London School of Pharmacy, Imperial College, and the Royal Marsden Hospital in London. She has been an author in many scientific publications, including her first author paper, which is recognized for her scientific research. Ouch. You, you have, Hey guys, you have so much. It's like people try and put science together and, and prove the, the prove that spirituality is real, but you work both together. So thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you first off. Yes. For saying yes. Agreeing to be on the show with me because, because it's, it's, it's sort of tempting fate. No, I'm kidding. I'm not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, can you, other than what I've just read to everybody, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, um, well, yes, yeah, so the bio was very accurate. Um, I've also do animal healing as well as, um, uh, animal communication. So I work with animals. That's like one of my main things I've been doing. Um, but yeah, apart from the other, the, everything else you, you've said is, is exactly you know what okay. what I'm all about. So, so the book is really about bridging the gap between science and spirituality. And um, I've got I've got the book here, but you've probably if yeah, I made I made sure I got a picture. <laughs> it works as well as it should. We're, cause we're having a few, I'm having a few computer issues. That's exactly okay. my sick. <laughs> Let's try this. This. Oh work. yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically bridging the gap between the science and the, it's basically bridging the gap between the science world and the spiritual world, and it's the whole. It's it's all about energy. So energy is not different how you look at it in scientific or in a spiritual aspect so it's basically just describing that there is no difference and when you go deeper into the book you will discover that for yourselves um yeah and the thing what i like i said to you earlier is like what i like about the book is that 
you answered questions that I never knew I had. I mean, I can't, I didn't know, I, I know, I don't know everything. But, you know, like sometimes when you go to people for readings in shows and, and online, they usually say, do you have a question? I never have a question. Mm-hmm. I usually just allow spirit to have, you know, give me whatever message it is. And it was meant for me to learn whatever it is I had to learn. But with your book, like I said, I didn't have questions. I just, you know, for me, I'm going to go into read this book and I'm going to learn who you are through your words. And you make things sound simple. You don't, I don't have to sit there and take a dictionary and go, what was that word? You know, I don't have to try and figure it. And if you do use a big word, you make sure that we understand what it is, which is really, like I said, it's anybody can read this. And right now I have to tell everybody I have the PDF file, but I'm getting the, the actual book because I need, I need to highlight questions, which you can do with a PDF, but it's not as much fun as actually having paper in hand. I'm one of those people who like paper. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you, what was your very first deck? So my very first deck was um, Angel Daily Guidance from the Angels by Darwin Virtue. Um, so this was given to me by my mum. <laughs> so we nice. always, so my mum, I mean, you probably read from the book, like a long history of, psychic psychic people in my family my grandma my mom my great aunt so my mom my mom used to do the crystal ball and the tarot readings but she always knew that I'm not going to be doing that she knew I was more into the angelic realm and the elemental realm so she bought me my first deck um and then I just started started to give myself readings and then it just went from there really Um, A lot of people don't realize that, that when we start, hey, everybody in the chat room, when we start picking up our deck, we don't pick it up so that we can read for other people. We start with reading for ourselves and and a lot of go, well, it's kind of like, you know, you already knew that. Yeah, I did, but the cards didn't. You know, for me, the card, like everyone says, the cards are just a tool in the chest, but Mm -hmm. sometimes you need tools to help you to see what you need to, you know, where you're going. Um. Now, you, you, your lineage of, of psychic connection is all on the women's side of your family. Yeah. So did your, did your father's side of the family have any spirituality, metaphysical abilities that you knew? Um, not really, but my dad, my dad was very, like, I think he was, like, more into this, the saints. Because in the Greek religion, they have a lot of saints. So he would like be more into the Greek Orthodox um, side of it, but he was very open to my work, which is very unusual for a Greek father because they're quite into yeah. like, strict. <laughs> but my dad mm-hmm. was very, very liberal in that way, um, and I used to go to church with him. But I used to like to go to the church when there was nobody in there, <laughs> so I could connect. I know. With I know. Just never mind all the people that bring it in when we're there in church. And and a lot of people go because I was raised Catholic and and I haven't I don't know the last time it was I went to mass or church itself. But I like to go in when there's nobody else there. I love the energies. And that's I think that's what is is the most interesting for people who are spiritualists 
and and you a lot of people well you're not religious you don't go to church well religion is somebody else's belief but yeah i'd love to go to a church but just sit there and be i don't want somebody preaching at me i don't want you know people i mean yes you have to have people but the idea of going into the building that is spiritual not just religious but spiritual it's it's like a deep connection so i enjoy so i can understand that part <laughs> Now, um, you said your mom what, did crystal ball? Yeah, crystal ball and tarot cards readings. My grandma used to do this, um, in, in, like the Cypriots, because my mom's side is from Cyprus. They do like okay. a coffee cup reading. So it's oh. quite similar to a tea leaf reading. So she would like look at things in the coffee cup and just read like she'll see like a bird or an aeroplane or and she would give information so that was her connection from spirit um and my nan didn't really speak much english it was just greek so it's quite interesting <laughs> to, to, yeah. to see that um but i used to get really excited like I've, i was always really excited with crystal balls and my mum doing her tarot readings and you know, then I just she her friends used to give me tarot readings, and then I was, you know, it was it's it's always been in my life. Um, yeah, I know it's kind of strange because we still used to go to the Greek church. <laughs> so yes, but, yes, and no, because right. it, like you said, the Greek church, if they're they're very orthodox, if they're very strict about it, that's one way. But you, your family, your upbringing sounds like it wasn't that strict. Yeah. You know, which is really cool. Um, so you had, which I mean, you were blessed to have that open connection in your family that there was no, you know, that for me when I was growing up, I don't. They didn't see this. They didn't understand this. For us, it was like, okay, you have, you're old enough now. You're, you know, you're good friends. You're invisible friends. Can go. You have to go to school, and you know, it's like, yeah, okay. I went to church. I was a I was an altar girl. I was ringing the bells at the most inappropriate moment. <laughs> just not, you know, not made that. I was, I'm a redhead. I can get myself in trouble just by being there. <laughs> um, one of the things um, I had a question because a lot of people have their opinions on this. Um, you started with um, Doreen Virtue Cards. Yeah. What, if any, uh, or how did her switching her stance on on cards and, and the like affect you i was in shock because all of my all of my learning of angels and mermaids and everything like elementals everything was all doreen virtue like i was her biggest fan i thought you know i had all her books yeah. i got all her books and then when she came out like that, I was just like, okay, there's something not right here. Um, I don't know. Like my my feeling was that she was given an informa the information from source. Mm -hmm. She was the right person for her to bring the message across and to awaken others like us, like ourselves, to get, you know, it's, it's, it's a strange situation. And for her to just completely go into like – into Christian, you know, into a different world. It's like, you know, it's not, yeah, it's not just simple Christianity. She was, she now denounces everything that she did before and yeah. she gets no, she gets no, um, she gets no income from it. I know that the cards that are sold 
uh, her percentage of it goes directly to charities. That's her way of giving back, you know, from from what she sees as the mistakes of her her youth, her misspent youth. Well, I'm um, it sort of shocked a lot of people. Agreed, and I was mm-hmm. like. I never followed her that closely. I know that I did pay attention to her. I did. I do have a few of her decks. <laughs> I've got 34 altogether. I don't know how many are hers, but, uh, you know, so I understand. But I also know that, like you said, she, at the time that was needed, she was getting the information. She was giving the information, creating the decks and, and everything on giving us all the information because she was the right time, right place person to do it. And when she did that switch, I don't think it made a difference to majority of the people. A lot of people were hurt mm. um, because I, I watched when when she her video her first video came up about the switch. I noticed that a lot of people were really hurt and took it personally, and mm. and it, it wasn't meant as a personal affront to to those of us who you know who enjoyed her teachings at the time. It's just that now she's on a, a different path. Mm-hmm. So, um, of all, okay, how many decks do you have, <laughs> or do you know? Oh wow, um, at least fifty. <laughs> I'm just looking. Oh, yeah, I gotta catch up. <laughs> I've got a table full, loads. I, I'm always buying. Like I'm constantly buying them. As soon as a new one comes out, I'm like, I'm actually waiting for a new deck from um, Lucy Cavendish, the Mermaids Oracle, okay. Oracle of the Mermaids. <laughs> I have to look at those. I am waiting for a new deck from a good friend, um, Miss Dorothy Holder. She created oh. her own decks. She's in the chat room right now. So I'm going to pop oh, up her wow. cards. <laughs> I'll have to look her up then as well. <laughs> yes, yes. She, she has... Um, She's a great tarot. I have her books, and 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 like I said, now I'm waiting for her. For, it's not her first deck. I think this is her, maybe her first deck that she created. But she's got like three decks out there, and and she's she, she's uh she is one of a kind. She taught me the way I read is is cool is is okay, you know. Yeah. I because a lot of people go um. You know, well, you don't read them correctly. It's like, I do the way I do them. And I, you know, I learned to not apologize for that. In the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, people would, I had somebody tell me, well, you don't do it right. And you can't be a reader in our group until you do it my way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody's snoring. Onyx. <laughs> the dog was snoring. I was the first. <laughs> He's like, You're boring me to death, mom. <laughs> Okay, we well, have I, a couple of comments I'm in the chat. I'm my own deck for the spiritual scientists to complement the book. Okay, you need to, and I need a copy. I need a deck. Yeah, <laughs> just, so this, this, this would be just so unique because it's going to be with science and spirituality, and it's going to be interesting. I think yeah. from what I've read of the book, I can't like, but I'm not in your head, but I cannot see at to this point what the cards will be but it'll i know that they're going to be an it's going to be an interesting deck so mm. just put my name on the list yeah, <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Uh, tarot tracy in the chat room says that um i have a few decks too strange how totally 
how she totally left spiritualism that yeah. we were talking about uh, during Virtue um, and Dorothy Holden, the lady we spoke of, more than just switch because she said, quote and unquote, on the video recording that the reading reading cards is evil. Mm-hmm. Meh. Meh. And, okay, blah, blue in the, in the chat room on YouTube. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, says, hi. <laughs> All right, Eric Glenn, who's a dear friend in the UK as well. Um, it don't matter what happens after you awaken. The fact that the information you needed was got to you by spirit. Remember, no wrong way to connect to spirit, just different ways to get it right. Yeah. Very, very true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> okay. No, Facebook, yeah, Facebook's on a delay, and, and it's my computer's kind of like, eh. But, Oh, got a couple of Nancy, my friend Nancy's in uh, the chat in the YouTube chat room. Hello, and Blah Blue says he agrees with Eric, or she, I'm not sure, agrees with Eric. Don't say that too loud because Eric Glenn head will explode. Thank you, darlings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so growing up, you were you had the 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 openness of your family to accept your spirituality, and they helped you to to. Not learn it. She, sorry, blah, blah, thank you. Um, that you were accepted to do what you wanted to do, to learn what you wanted to learn. So how did you go from that to the scientific side of it? Where did you, where did science grab your attention? So I was always interested in, um, well, healing, helping people, I guess. And when I was young, I was like, I want to find a cure for cancer. You know, that was my... I wanted to be a doctor, but then as I got older, I was like, well, actually, I don't just want to diagnose cancer. I want to find a cure, want to cure cancer. So that's when I thought, right, I need to go into science. So I need to be a a scientist and do research in cancer. So a lot of my work is on breast cancer, Um, the the many years I did at, at the Royal Marsden. It was all in breast cancer. So it was like, it was very fulfilling and also because it's such a high all over the world, you know, it's the highest cancer in females. So it was, it was, it was very interesting to go through that. But the problem is what, what happened was as I got old, like as I got through the career, I was just thinking, you know what, like I don't agree with the drugs they give, like the chemotherapy (laughs) and the radiotherapy, you know, I know, you know, I've just, my spiritual side is like, this is not right. So that's when I was like, okay, I want to do healing. So then, like, I've always done, I've always been into the healing side, but I thought I could use this, my skills because I know the human body so well and yeah. all the chemical reactions and everything else. Because my degree was in biochemistry, so it was really, really difficult, but it covered quite a lot of the human body. And I did a lot on cancer, like how cancer's developed. And, um, but yeah, it's strange because like, I think I've always had the sort of inclination to go into spiritual, into spirituality, but my parents were always quite pushing me to be academic because I was really clever at school. I used to get awards and <laughs> I was exceptional in like science and, you know, different subjects. So. Science was the only subject. I didn't like mathematics, actually. I found maths really hard, but um, <laughs> science was like, was my interest. So, 
So how do you, okay, I also know that you, you're you a Reiki practitioner on humans and animals. Uh, I'm assuming that animals are a lot easier to work with than humans. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, I'm a Reiki master as well, and yeah, I have to agree. Except for when it comes to my cat. I'd rather deal with humans than my cat. But <laughs> do yeah, you... Angry ginger cat. <laughs> He's perfect that he's my cat. He's a ginger, but he's an angry one. That's because he's a boy. But do you, when you're doing Reiki, whether it's on animals or humans, does your science come into it? Do do you, how do you combine the two, the healing with your science? Because like I usually give people advice on sort of nutrition and especially the animals, like nutrition and hit and, like exercise and just stuff they can do to so they always get extra stuff and make you know I teach them like different things about essential oils but why they're so important and why crystals are so important so that's why this book was like bringing everything all my sort of skills and knowledge together in one place um but yeah I always like you know being a scientist you're always going to have this sort of scientific brain yeah. but it's strange because like I don't know it's hard to explain it because it's um it, it, it's it's part of who you are you meld everything together everything just works you can't separate it because it's it's you're the one person that it combines itself in cats are not evil Scott Stevenson in the cat in the chat rooms cats are evil they're not evil they're just <laughs> particular <laughs> <laughs> particular in youtube blah blue says oh that's amazing you work with animals yeah um like i said animals are a, a lot easier to you know you, if you if you just work with the energies on on a person sometimes people always input stuff that you don't really need to un, to know because the energy we work we work with energies a cat's not going to tell you well if my my hand and hurts so you know the dogs and say ah <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I first started do- doing the healing on the humans, I always used mm-hmm. to feel really ill, like, after, because I used to take in all their – because I wasn't good at protecting my energy. And I used mm-hmm. to take in all their energy, just used to come in my chakras. <laughs> so then, like, I was just, like, completely exhausted after one session. But when mm-hmm. – the difference with animals, you never feel that – um that at all because actually they help they heal you and you heal them and they they communicate with you and I find yeah. dogs actually so receptive like they just really love the healing you know they're just really you know I could heal like a crazy chihuahua and the chihuahua will just go through <laughs> there you go Scott crazy chihuahua <laughs> A quick one. Bob Lou in, in, the, in the chat room says, does Maria still work with her scientific career? And what do her co-workers feel about her spiritual section? Spiritual well, that's, side. That's a very interesting question. So I was until COVID, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I well, not the, the labs are closed. So basically in the UK, they're not doing any cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And the whole everything's all about covid over here so um but the last place i worked in my my manager there she's got a copy of the book like she's very into my work she's really okay. proud of me 
But the professors before, like the people before that were just like, what you, you know, like I could never mention anything about my spiritual side um, at all because I was very, very academic when I was at the Royal Marsden. So okay. I was writing papers and like, you know, so for me to speak about my spiritual work would be a disaster. So, it, you know, it, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be so... Um, it's very interesting because, like, I don't know if you've seen, is it Ghost, you know, the Ghostbusters with the women, the new one? I don't know if you've okay. seen it. I haven't and, seen it yet, but okay. it's on my list. She's a professor, a physics professor, and she goes through the same thing. She writes a book about ghosts, and then, like, a professor finds out, and basically, like, she gets the sack. <laughs> so it's very similar to my sort of, you know, because like now I'm not in that job anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I want to go more into the spiritual science work because I feel like I feel like ten year over ten years in what I was doing is enough. Like for for that now, so you know, I feel like I feel like the work I did in the science was very very important for what I'm doing now. And for my book, and for me to make myself known as a, you know, as my own person, as a spiritual scientist, because when you work for a professor, like, you know, it's it's a very cutthroat business. Like I'm being honest with you, and there's a lot of competition. People used to steal my work, and then like they wouldn't give it to my professor, and like when I got, because he he used to send me to America and all over the world to to you know do my go on conferences and there was a lot of competition and jealousy and I just I just really hated that and um I don't know I just felt like this is not my this is not the world for me and also with people like I did a whole clinical trial on chemotherapy and I just don't agree with chemotherapy treating it's a hard hard drug on on the body on the human body and as a healer that's not something it it's like the 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 cure is worse than the actual disease. Yeah. Okay, we got a couple of questions in the chat room. I'm not going to put them up because it seems to be my computer is way too slow. Um, Tarot Tracy says she's just down the road from Oxford University. Are you connected there at all? Oxford. No, no, I haven't got any sort of. Um, I've been um, but I haven't like got any connections. Blah blue. When you heal a person or animal, can you see that them in their environments? If not, how do you see them during that practice? So, can you do? Do you do your healing distance, or do you have, not? Not now, because in house we can't yeah, do now. Yeah, so now I do distance, but usually it would be at the so the animals I would go to the guardian's house. Um, so they'll be in the environment because I find animal, you know, they won't be able to come to my place. They have to be in mm-hmm. their own space. Um, and with me, because I'm a channel, um, the animals start talking to me straight away. I'm like Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> oh, cool. So they they talk to me and they and they tell me where they need healing. So like. We, you know, we have a communication, and then I know, like, it's if it's in the you know the lower chakras or the upper chakras. Um, with the humans, I do like angelic reiki. So basically, they all their all the energy goes straight. The healing goes straight to the heart, 
and then it goes through to the other chakras and it balances out the chakras. So when I was like doing, um, you know, like before when I didn't know how to protect my energy, it was hard because, you know, I was getting all their energy. So, you know, I don't do, I don't do as many human healings. I'll do more animal healings at the moment. So. Well, I think, I think uh, there's so many healers out there that, you know, I mean, sure, we don't have to do specifics on one or the other. And if you, if somebody comes to you, if somebody comes to you and says, I need personal healing now, mind you, uh, and says, I need physical healing and human, you're not going to say no, unless it's something that you think that you can't. You don't turn the person away just because they're a human, even though I would like to do that to some people. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I missed that one. Uh, Ken Romy in the chat says, I am a healer, a vessel. I think that's something that people may or may not understand. When, as healers, we're not doing, we're not the ones doing the healing. It's the energies that we just, we're just like a telephone. That's the way I put it. I'm a telephone. You know, the person on one end, the universe and all the energies up, want to connect with the person or animal on your table or in your mind. Mm-hmm. So we just sort of channel it. So that's how, for me, that's how I work. Is that about how? Yeah. See, my computer's gone slow again. There you go. Is that about how you work, the same way you work? Yeah, exactly the same way. Exactly. Like, I, you know, that's once, I mean, once I start, once I have the intention of healing, I feel my palms getting warm. Mm-hmm. But it's obviously the energy, like the healing energy from the angels, because I work with the angels and all my spirit guides. So this is how it feels for me. Talking spirit guides. Now, we've got a couple of the questions in the chat room, so I'll get those to those before I go to the spirit guides. Um, Blah Blue says, what are the illnesses, disorders that you've healed in animals? I have a blind bird. Is that mm-hmm. something that can be healed? that she's blind oh <laughs> okay um i'm not sure well it depends because basically with the animals we always make sure that they have a vet diagnosis diagnosis because we're not mm-hmm. we're not vet so it depends on what type of blindness she's got if she's got like full blindness or but healing will help her with her other senses you know if she's completely blind but I mean the main thing I heal is like I've healed animals with cancer so I'll give you an example my my manager's cat he um the doctor said he's got a cancer in his liver um and he's only got a few weeks to to live basically and then I started healing the cat and the cat's still alive <laughs> yeah so, I remember that was in the book <laughs> So, yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, I'm very, I'm a, I'm very, very powerful because from the book, if you've read it about that, I'm an incarnate angel. So for me, the healing comes on automatically, um, and I, I work on that level of the angels, like unconditional love. So it's that vibration. So when you send unconditional love and love, this is the highest possible wavelengths so I talk a lot about wavelengths in the wavelengths and frequencies in the book and this is basically the highest l- level of you know you can give to anyone 
so you can heal. And I've healed animals with arthritis. So I had another cat. He had um, he's got arthritis in his paws, and with one healing session, he was he was jumping around like the owner was just like. Yeah, you know? <laughs> she's just she's just yeah. yeah. So I think I work better with the anim- the animals are more easier for me. Um, yeah, I'll because find- there's not as much stuff going on in their minds and in their bodies, and yeah, they're just yeah. I find um, with humans you need to do a lot more than one session. I think you need to do quite a few sessions because they have quite a few issues. <laughs> um, yep. You're not going to do it with one healing session, basically. <laughs> okay. Blah Blue in the chat room says, my bird was diagnosed with cataract from an avian vet. The cause is unknown. Both eyes have cataracts. Mm-hmm. What kind of bird? I'm kind of curious. That's very interesting. I mean, I've no, I haven't done any birds because I've done mainly cats and dogs. But that, mm-hmm. I'll be quite interested to see if, if any healing would help him. So... I could try and do a healing for him. A cockatiel. Oh. Um, but I love what I, I was working with a with a um, Macau, but is it Macau parrot? I don't know what it is. I called. think everybody has their own pronunciation. Macau, Macau. Macau. But yeah. yeah. He was a he was massive. He was beautiful. Like he was a rescue. And he just wouldn't stop talking to me. He was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to heal you. But he was like very excited to be, the animals get excited. So they start to um, communicate a lot with me. Yeah. So when you connect with the animals, okay, aside from them telling you what their their, their ailments are, mm-hmm. um, I'll get back to your question about uh, our karmic illnesses. Um, do they tell you things about their 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 humans? Yeah, just kind of like make you laugh. Yeah, well, some they tell me sometimes good stuff, but sometimes sad things. Like the humans are not looking after them, and it's quite hard because you can't really tell them. <laughs> you can't say that to the human, so it's like it's a bit yeah, very. Say, yeah. Yeah. So you just have to like send healing to the animal, um, but yeah, they do say funny things like. You know, some of the cat that they're humans characters they don't they they think is funny or you know they do they do animals are very talkative and like they're very um it's quite funny because when they start talking to me, I know if they're an old soul or like you know and they they tell me they love their guardian or you know they they say like they always like one cat was saying to me she's really cold. And so I said to the to the guardian, you need to get her some cat beds around because she she's very cold. And as soon as she got the cat beds around, and the yeah. cat was just so happy, like she said, I've never she just changed. So, and I also give them nutrition advice. So I I'm keen to get the animals to have normal food rather than food you buy from a store or you know like dog cat food yeah. um, and that helps a lot actually that helps a lot because they because they tell me what they like so they're like oh I like fish or I like chicken or like because not all cats like my dog fish. likes pickles <laughs> pickles and olives I have a dog and I, I know he likes pickles but I just discovered he likes black olives oh wow <laughs> that's, yeah. that's so funny <laughs> is a special breed <laughs> he's mine 
Um, do uh, blah blue in the chat rooms. Thank you for coming, by the way. Um, do you connect with animals that have passed on? Okay, so I've done a bit of training. I'm actually in the UK. I'm on a bereavement register, which means that um, I can be, I can assist, I can give assistance through the healing when they're going to pass over for the animal. Um, so I have got training in that. And um, I can connect to them with a photo. Um, it, I can connect to them exactly the same way as if they were alive. Okay. okay. Um, blah, blue again in the, in the chat room. Do animals reincarnate? And do they reincarnate with their soul or does their soul get mixed with other energies during the process? That's some good questions. Wow, that's an interesting question. I mean, I'm not really, I don't know much about reincarnation because I, I would like to know more. But I do feel like, so my cat died about six years ago. And then when I got another cat, he was identical to my cat. So I don't know. <laughs> I sus I, I'm suspicious that it is my other cat. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think this is a personal experience thing rather than. Like I can't really say a hundred percent, but I do think I think I think all souls can reincarnate, um, and I know okay. some religions believe that, don't they? You can reincarnate into different species. Yep. I think again, it's it's people's personal beliefs again. Mm. That's okay, Dave. I still love you. You know you're here for a short time. <laughs> I have a guest uh, in the chat room, and he he watches us for a certain amount of time. He's in Australia. And okay. so he's time differences. Who uh takes his wife to work and sometimes he's here and sometimes he has to leave and come back and we'll see. Um some people believe that the soul reincarnates into the next into their next pet from Tarot Tracy in the chat room. And there are some people who believe I had a guest on last week, she's an animal animal communicator, see if I can get my mouth to work properly. And she um she says that the this animals don't reincarnate. But that's her understanding. But like I said again, it's everybody has yeah their own beliefs. And she says one you you might find a, another animal that is close to, but it's it's just a similarity in, in like a soul family type of thing. But it's not the reincarnated um, of your previous pet. But I have I you know again everybody has their own opinions on it and like that. Um, one of the things I'm going to get back to my kind of sort of questions. Um, you connect with one of your guides is Albert Einstein. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how you first connected with him, because that would make sense. Okay, so this is very interesting. So Albert Einstein, everybody knows, was the most famous physicist. physicist. Um, he yeah. created the law of rel relativity, and you know he was the one that says energy is not made or destroyed, only transformed. Um, so it's quite interesting because so when I I did a diploma in um, animal healing communication, which was a year. So when I had my interview for this, um, my teacher said to me, Albert Einstein is trying to communicate with you. And I was like, sort of like, what are you talking about? Like, why would he want to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've never done anything like this before. And then I just thought, oh, yeah, well, you know, she's 
I don't know what she's talking about. And then about a month later, I stayed in a Airbnb in Liverpool, and there was this picture you can you can see it in the book of Albert Einstein, and、um, this was hanging up on her wall, and I was like, I was looking at it, and I was like, it just. You know, I was always yeah, exactly. So I was always talking, thinking about this, and I saw this image, and I thought, I just have to buy this image. I just、mm. have to buy it. So when I went home, I sent her a message, and I said, I need, I need that image. So now, you, this image is exactly on top of my writing desk where I wrote all the, all the words, all the book.、Mm-hmm. And then、um, in January, when I started to write the book, I had a channeled message from him. So that's also in the book, and he came to me and he was like, "I'm going to help you."、Um, he has he's got very electric energy, and he was like really pushing me. He said, "You know, I was the spiritual scientist in my time. You're the modern day spiritual、mm-hmm. scientist." So, and I just feel his energy. You know, he's just like, like with the book. If like some days I was a bit slacking because in the message he's like, "You need to write every single day. Like you can't have any breaks. You need to keep writing the book." And He said, "There's this is not the only book. There's going to be many more books." So he, the interesting fact with him is that he wrote three hundred scientific papers and a hundred and fifty non-scientific papers. The hundred and fifty non-scientific papers were all about spirituality, philosophy. You know, they they would call it philosophy, but it's spirituality for us. <laughs> And、um, he was just like really helping me, but he would come at night time though, like three o'clock in the morning, and wake me up, and then I have to wake up and type. <laughs> so, so with the book, it's interesting actually, because the thing is, obviously, I have used textbooks to make sure like I'm getting information correct, but、yeah. the whole book's been channeled. The whole book is coming from my brain, written down from. I guess from past lives and what I was before, and Albert Einstein himself. <laughs> so that is that is my my main guide. And I think that's interesting. Yeah, he was the one that was saying to me that animal healing is is needed to help you. Is they're going to heal you, and it's really important that you do the animal healing. So last year was a massive year for me. So I was doing my diploma. I was working full time as a scientist. I wrote my book. My father died, and I was grieving for my dad. And this all happened in two thousand and nineteen. It was just like traumatic year. So it was. And and as as bizarre as this this epidemic is, I think that again, like you, twenty nineteen was a year from ugh. And same for me. Twenty nineteen was was a year that I don't want to go through again.、Um, but this this epidemic is making us stop, sit down, breathe,、yeah. and, and sort of like take a personal inventory on figuring out what's important to us. I mean, it's not a nice way to do it, but you know, <laughs> we've been pushed into it to do it because、yeah. maybe we weren't stopping quickly enough. So yeah. Exactly. Like I know there's 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 the the medical reasons and all that, but I I I'm the one that will find the silver lining. Nice, can I squat? Um, the medic the the silver lining and all the the ick, and I think this is our um wake up call to do our own personal inventory to see what we're doing and、mm. and I I 
I'm not looking forward to any more personal inventory, but I'm getting it done. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Blah Blue says she's sorry, um, especially about your dad with everything from last year. Um, okay. One of the things I like about there's a lot of things, but another one of the things I like about the book is at the end of chapters, you write affirmations and you kind of give us homework. <laughs> but us cool. <laughs> I like homework, but I'm okay with this one. <laughs> the, is there, what is it that you want people to get from this book? We've got about 15 minutes left. So let me try and get us back to the, to the book. What is it about this book? that you, What is the message you're trying to get through to people with this book? The message is really is, is to help people learn how to balance their energy and to be, you know, to have, to have the skills because, you know, you need to have this, you can have the skill, you can do it. You don't need to keep going to practitioner for this or for that. The book is to equip you to be able to do it yourself. So this book has got about maybe 10, 15 different books in it because it's got everything you need. It's like going to be like your spiritual Bible, basically. And uh, I've had a lot of, I don't know, I've had messages from people and they were saying that this book is going to go in the academic. It's going to be academic and it's going to go to students that need, need it, basically. Yeah. Um, and the last chapter is creating your own meditation kit. So basically all that information has been channeled and it tells you how to, to, you know, if you're feeling down or depressed or, you know, you want to connect to the moon or the sun or it's, it's all about, it's all about doing it yourself and it's all about balancing it yourself. So that's why it's a very simple, um, it's written in, like I could have done it in a lot more detail, but, the, you know, I wanted everybody to be able to read it um, and understand it and basically yeah. use it. So, you know, the main thing is read the book first and then you can just keep going back. So, so you're like, okay, I need more information about the chakra system. Then you Yeah, go, and that's the thing is you have so many different things. You, you, you give us information about the chakra systems. You give us information about the auras and the colors and how they connect to us. And it's like... This and I agree. This this book, like I said, I need to have to actually have it in my hands because otherwise my my computer screen just doesn't work. I do this; <laughs> it's not fast enough for me. Um, but it you give. This is something that I will be once I get the book in hand that I will be going back to. This is not like there are some books that you read and it's like a one time read, but this book has enough information and enough knowledge that you're going to be like. Wait a minute. I know I read something. <laughs> You're going to be flipping back pages. Trust me. So go to www.mariaafentakis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-A-F-E-N-T-A-K-I-S. Go there. Get the book. You can go on Amazon.com and get it. Um, um, ladies, uh, there is no readings tonight. This is just sort of like uh, a get to know Maria. Uh, maybe one time we'll have you back and we'll do readings. But for right now, there's no readings on tonight's show. <laughs> uh, I can't. Sharon Phillips in the chat room says, I can't get over that Maria looks like my niece, Lavonia. There you go. So you have a double in, in the U.S. Oh, wow. That's cool. 
Now, you said that, okay, we know that this is your first book. Do you have another book illuminating in your mind? Yeah, so book two um, is going to be Animal Healing and Communication by the Spiritual Scientist. So that's the next The name of the book is The Spiritual Scientist. Hang on a second. Let me show you the picture. It, Selva, this is a good book. Like I said, I'm I'm reading it and I'm like, ooh, I want more. Come on. There you go. See, there it is. The spiritual scientist. Bridging the gap between science and spirituality. An easy read. And she, if you have any questions about it, you the book, the book answers so many questions. Like I said in the beginning, this book answered questions that I didn't realize I had. <laughs> and it makes things you make things understandable. You know, it, you know, like, cause I have a good friend, Dorothy, and she's, she's teaching, she teaches me without teaching me. You know, she just shares her knowledge. She says what she has to say. And I learn things from her. And you're the same way. You're not, you're not, you're teaching me without teaching me. You're not like in front of the classroom and asking me for an apple because I'd be like, although I was never any good at school, but, you know, but this book allows you to learn on your own, at your own speed. And you will get, you will get things from it. Trust me. If I can, if I can get things from it, anybody will. <laughs> it's the teacher in me, because I've, I've, you, you might not know, but I, I also, um, I haven't done it now, but I've always been a private tutor for like many years since graduation, teaching science to the children. So to pass their sort of high school exams and then yeah. to go into university. So. I've got like I'm, I love teaching and even in my job, but they were always used to give me new students and PhD students, and I would take them under my wing and teach them the rope, you know. So it's sort of coming out in the book. <laughs> I would teach everybody how to, yeah. you know, how to learn. When it. when this pandemic issue is over with, will you be going back to science? I don't know. Uh, see, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen with the book because I've had a lot of readings and they're saying that now's the time to rest. But once this is over, I'm going to be really busy traveling yeah. around the world and promoting the book. So it depends on, like, I think I might do temporary work as a scientist because it is in my heart. But yeah. I think eventually I want to go over. I'm developing an online course for the spiritual scientists. I've also got. Um, I'm starting up a school for children, Maria School of Magic, Alchemy and Science. So oh, it's nice. modern day Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. so got, and the animal healing work. And so I've got quite a lot on. But the thing is, the science, the science job is going to pay the bills, right? So mm-hmm. I might need to go back into that until I establish myself. Like many of us in the spiritual world have to have some sort of job. As, as people would say, a real job. So they can pay. Job, we yeah. have to have a real job to pay for our passions and our heart's desires. Yeah. So yes, no, I do understand. Hobby. Yeah, our passion. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't know. Like I, I feel like I, at the moment I need to really get myself ready to mm-hmm. be a public speaker because I do feel like I will be speaking a lot about this book. In an oh. way, in a spiritual way, in everywhere, because nobody's ever seen anything like it. So, 
I have to agree. I mean, I'm, I'm not like an avid reader of all kinds of spiritual, but for the amount of time that I've been doing this, um, yeah, I think yours is the first book that, that covers a lot without making it so heavy that I want to bang my head against a brick wall. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. It hurts. <laughs> so okay so let's get back to my passion okay we've got about eight minutes left so um when are we going to start working on the cards <laughs> i can't i can't help it i'm addicted to, to to decks and and i work with um oracle and tarot but mind you everything is just read my way which is kind of sort of like an oracle card so i i don't the deck that you're going to create with that works with the book is it going to be an oracle or is it going to be like a tarot yeah so i've got i've, I've downloaded some information so it's going to be 44 cards and it's going to be an oracle deck and it will be um so one side will be my logo which is the 13 chakra system you've got my logo as well haven't you yeah okay. i didn't think to say it but yeah um so it, it's it's going to have one side the logo and then the, on the other side it will have like what you know what is coming up for you so for example it will have a picture of the sun and this would be like to connect to the sun and, and activate your solar plexus chakra for example um it will be something like that and albert einstein will come up with his little formula and so it's it's yeah it's it's basically a work in progress. No, um, but it's fine so long as it's working. I want it. <laughs> and Tara Tra- Tracy in the chat room says yes. She wants a copy. She wants a copy of the deck too. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just you're gonna have to put names on the list already. A, yeah, and then I need to find someone who can actually do the imagery and um that sort of stuff and publish it i mean well, i don't really know you know how that works if that's not something that you do yourself the person who's meant to do it will come into into your life when that when it's oh, time at the right time yeah. okay yeah exactly because for me um i i had in my heart to to create a deck and i i know what the backdrop is what the back of the cards is it's my angel meadows uh what most people know me as and and the front was was going to be like inspirational a mix between inspirational and oracle so i'm it's a lot going on up in here but i'm in no way shape or form am i like artistic in any talent Mm -hmm. i was i was honored to have somebody create um i just said to them two words angel meadows and they created what you see on my my facebook and my um my youtube the, the the field with the palace and the angel and a couple of other little well, I definitely think I'll get the lady that drew the portrait of Albert Einstein to do quite a bit of the imagery. So, I think that that'll be your connection. I think I think I when I saw that picture of the Albert Einstein that you that you had to purchase, I was like, I'm in love with it because there's a butterfly. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, transformation. Yeah, <laughs> you see lots of yeah. butterflies, and you got a butterfly on your little screen. I love them. They're like. I, I, my, my, I work with my healing works with butterflies. So when I'm sending healing, it goes on butterfly wings to, to whoever is necessary. And for some reason, it's always worked. It was an automatic connection, butterflies and I, when, when I work with my Reiki. So, and so it's just That's me, amazing. the butterfly queen. So you can develop your own like healing modality. 
I do. I once made the 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 mistake was not is not the right word. I wanted to know because I I was trained uh, with Reiki and I wanted to know what somebody who knew what Reiki was with because you can give Reiki healing to anybody and they can just mm -hmm. they know what they feel they know that it's it's helping them but yeah. I wanted to know a little bit more detail of what person felt so i have a good friend who lives in the states and she is a reiki master teacher and she she works with the shamanic healing and she has a few other uh, dots and letters to her name and and i asked her one time can i send you healing on this night mm -hmm. and i said i want your honest opinion as to what you feel what you get i want the whole you know yeah. it's kind of like me having to get my you know like i know what i do and i know i'm good at it but i wanted sort of like confirmation for lack of a better word um hey rim um i needed a confirmation that it was actually you know not in somebody else's head it wasn't just what was in my head and the next day she she sent me a, a report for lack of a better word of it wasn't just she says it wasn't just reiki that you were sending there was there was there was animal healing in there there was there was guides and and there was shamanic healing she, and it's like i was like very nice. So I think everybody does their own healing. No matter what we learn, it's a foundation for each of us to build on. I think it, it's it's like if you put five people in a room and you give them all the exact same ingredients to make a cake. <laughs> I believe that every cake will taste differently because it depends on how much you put, how much sugar, how much vanilla, how much flour. You know, every cake will taste different. No two cakes will taste the same. You know, we're not machines. We add our own little magic sprinkles, fairy dust, or excuse me, or whatever you want to call it. So I think that, yeah, I think everybody has has a foundation that they work from, and then they build their own their own healing, their own castle. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> well, I need to thank you because we're just about at the end of time. Thank you very much for, yes, Trace, Tarot, Tracy in the chat room. We are all unique, and some of us are more unique than others, especially when it comes to the boys. Sorry, Raymond. Um, I need to thank you very much for agreeing to come on. And like I said, okay. when, the deck, when the deck is ready, I definitely want, uh, when the next book is ready, I definitely want, I want you to come back. We'll do the deck. We'll do an open reveal on Facebook. We'll do it. The sun is just shining in like crazy now. Um <laughs> <laughs> here we go it's time it's almost six o'clock it's the time the sun is going okay let me shine but so thank you very very much anybody who wants to get a hold of maria just do a facebook search maria afentakis go to her website www.mariaafentakis.com that's a m a r i a a f e n t a k i s uh, her book is there her book is also on excuse me, on Amazon, and the sun is now bleaching me out. So I think we will call it a night. Thank you, everybody, for stopping in, um, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks, Maria. Thank you very much. Thank you. Don't go anywhere just yet. Okay. As I said, my computer is in slow motion, but it's okay. <laughs>